Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 253 and session number 76 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. And uh, you guys know this is a highlight of my week. I've said that, uh, well, 76 times, I think, now, because every time that I do these episodes, I get more fired up because I get to reach you at a different level, right? To hear your voice and who I'm talking to is really, really awesome to me. And also, everyone listening gets the benefit. So if you have a question, I'm going to tell you again to go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. And uh, you can do just that. You can ask a question there. And uh, yeah, I really, really love uh, being able to interact with you and do my best to help you. Uh, at least answer a question, give you my opinion, or give you my thoughts on a particular thing. As we were having that cup of coffee, which I am having a cup of coffee uh, right now, currently, as we're recording this. So we are having that cup of coffee together. And we have Brody snoring below me with his uh, stuffed animal. I just did a little Snapchat of him, the dog life. Um, and I wanted to kind of bring this up as well, because I get a lot of people uh, that say to them, you know, say to me or, or just themselves, you're like, you know, there's just so much to, un- to understand. There's so much to learn. I'm feeling overwhelmed. And if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, episode, uh, 252 with Jarrett talking about how he was overwhelmed and he was, you know, getting to that point where he just didn't know what to do. He came to our live event, he got it all figured out and now he's doing about 20 K a month. So he figured it out. Right. But my thing to you right now is, again, just on a side note here, we're going to get into today's questions, but I, I kind of like to give you guys like my thoughts, like from hearing from people, but then also just observing. It, it really comes down to not overwhelming yourself. Yes, you have to know what you need to do, but it really also comes down to figuring out what you guys have heard me talk about before, and that is your why, right? Like what is the reason you're doing what you're doing? It's really important that you understand that. I covered that extensively in episode 200, and I really broke it down. I just said, how how do you simplify the process, and how do you take action? Like, how do you create that success plan? And what drives that is that why. You know, for me, it's lifestyle. It's all about lifestyle. You guys have heard me say that. If you guys are new to the podcast, you're hearing it now for the first time. It's all about lifestyle for me. It's not about being rich, right? I'm rich in life. And it was funny because I had someone on a workshop not too long ago said, Scott, are you rich? Uh, I'm rich in, in life because I get to come and go as I please. I get to do what I want when I want with my kids uh, and, my, and my wife and my family and I get to go to events. Whatever I want to do, I can do technically pretty much um, when it comes to like timing things out because, well, I've chosen to have a lifestyle. That to me is when you are rich. Um, in in life, uh, I mean, a perfect example, kind of funny story here. You know, we're living in uh, in a pretty you know uh, laid back community. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit different than where we were before. And people own golf carts, like souped up kind of golf carts, not just like a golf cart you would drive on the course. You know, kind of decked out. And uh, you know, they're driving them around. They're driving their kids to school. Well, guess what? I've got a golf cart now, okay? And it's pretty cool. I love it, right? But this morning, we're driving my daughter to school on the golf cart, and we're just like, this is just so strange to us. It's, it's awesome, but it's just so strange that we're able to, to get up and actually do that. 
hop in a golf cart together. She's in between us where we've got the backpack and away we go, right? We're down the road and we get to go to school. She lives or she lives. She uh, goes to school. Um, not that far from us. So we take the golf cart in, uh, you know, so it's pretty cool, right? It's all about that stuff for me. Like that to me is living, right? Being able to enjoy those moments. And, uh, depending on what yours is, you have to figure that out. Like, what is it? Right? Because if you can have that clear picture, you can, you can do anything. I do believe that. I believe that you can do anything. And I'm, I'm not here, uh, you know, kind of giving you that motivational like spiel right now. I'm giving you reality as far as like what it takes to succeed is really about figuring out the why, then figuring out the what, and then creating that plan. That, that's really what it's all about. And I cover that, like I said, I, I do uh, a pod, I did a podcast on that on episode 200. Simplify the process and take action was the title, your success plan. And basically you're creating that. Um, so just don't overwhelm yourself, you know, and understand that there's going to be obstacles, but you have to have that why. And I'm going to keep saying that over and over and over again. I would be saying it to the person that I'm sitting with right now, my friend in a coffee shop. I'd be like, dude, man, you have to figure out your why, man, or you're not going to move forward. You're going to just get so overwhelmed. So I see a lot of people struggle, and that's why I just wanted to highlight this. I want to take a second here on, uh, well, actually a few minutes here on this podcast episode to just remind you of that, okay? Because I think we all need to be reminded. You know, if you don't hear episode 200, you're not going to hear me say that again, so I'm going to have to inject it here where I can, all right? So I'm going to do it here. So do that, all right? Figure out that why. So before we jump into today's questions, let me just remind you once again, if you wanted to uh, download the show notes or the transcripts or read them, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 253. That's episode 253. And again, I'll remind you that if you want to ask a question and have it aired on an upcoming show, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. All right, guys, I'm fired up. I'm ready to listen to the first question and uh, give you my answer. So uh, what do you say? Let's, uh, Let's get to it. Hi, Scott. I have two products, one red and one black. Uh, They're the exact same product, but they're just different colors. So I put them as different listings. Uh, the black one is sold really well, and I am having trouble moving the red one. I have uh, lowered the price, and I have a 20% coupon on the page, and the conversion rate is off the charts. It's above 50%. Um, the The problem is, is I am getting no traction otherwise, and I'm not getting any exposure to the listing. Now, I've done PPC, and uh, the dilemma there is the – Black listing converts extremely well. The ACOS is below 15% weekly. Um, but uh, I still switch some of the keywords over to the red. And uh, I even um, pause some keywords um, just, to get, just to try to get the red. But the red one does not convert well on ads. And uh, the red one also doesn't show, show well on Amazon. They just don't show it advertised as well. So that's another problem with the red. Um, so my, my problem is, and, and also the main keywords, I don't rank well for. Uh, and I think that may have to do something to do with the giveaway I did, and I used the super URL. But either way, I don't rank well for the main keywords, but long tail differentiated keywords, I rank well for. So uh, the point of all this is I, I cannot move this product even though it sells well. I just am not getting the exposure to my listing Um the buy one get one freeze have me rank have me showing as other products purchased on my other product page, but still it's not it's not giving me the traffic. And I know if I just had the traffic, I would uh, convert. So my question to you is, what am I missing? What else can I do to get this product to move? 
Thank you very, very much. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for the question. And that is your name, I believe, because I seen that in the email, but you didn't put your name in the question, which is okay. Um, but please, guys, if you are asking a question, do me a favor and just leave your first name so I know who I'm speaking with. But in this case, I was able to read my email. So, Chris, thank you for the question. You've got a really good question. And if I think if I think I'm understanding this correctly, uh, it sounds like you have two separate listings, not a variation. So, and, and I see this happen and I've even thought about doing this myself because now we can take up more real estate, right? So anyone that's brand new or that's thinking about like adding more products, uh, if you have two separate listings, you have a chance to take up two spots. If you have a listing with variations, you're only going to take up the one spot and then you're going to have different variations inside of there. Usually the one variation that shows up the most as far as the image goes is going, going to be the most common one that is selling or the one that is selling the most. Okay. That's kind of how it works. Um, as I see it. Okay. So the first thing is, and you're making it sound as though the red is selling well when people go there, but you can't get people to see it. So the other question here would be then, well, maybe there's not enough people searching for that keyword. So do we know that people are searching for the red version of yours, even though you only have 50 people that are seeing your page, but it's converting at like 20%, that's phenomenal, but maybe there's just not enough people out there searching for the red one, right? Is there any proof from competitors that a red one is like getting like tons and tons and tons of traffic? So again, I would then with the pay-per-click, I would want to make that as targeted as possible to say red garlic press, red stainless steel garlic press, whatever, and then I would want to see the impressions because the impressions is going to tell me how many people are actually searching for it or how many times it's being displayed, and that's a great way to first off see if there's enough traffic there. There just might not be enough traffic for that particular keyword unless I'm missing something, all right? So my other thing that I would probably do here is I would probably list the red one on the black one as a variation, why not do that, right? Because you already have the traffic coming there from the black one, so why not then piggyback off of that traffic and then allow the red one to be seen when people click in there and they go, oh, I might want a black one and a red one, or maybe I want just the red one. I did want, I like the black, but mm, I like the red, right? You're giving them options, you're giving them choices, but if you're doing this just to show up in two different spots, that's not going to work. Now, you could... Uh, and I, I would have to see how this would work. You could just create that that other SKU and then launch it underneath that listing as a variation and then still keep the other one on its own listing. Um, I believe you can do that as long as it's got a separate UPC or a separate SKU, um, but you got to be careful with that type of stuff as well because then you don't want it to look as though you're selling that same product on two different listings, right? Although if it's a variation, it is a difference because it's a different color to that one. So maybe look into that. But I would say that if your listing is converting well, but you're not getting the traffic, it might be a traffic issue all the way around. It just might not, you might not be able to get enough traffic unless you're seeing that there's tons of traffic, then yeah, then you have to dig in deeper. You have to do some more, uh, you know, refining of your pay-per-click, maybe do another giveaway with the red one. Um, but, and again, I wouldn't, moving forward, the super URL type thing, the keyword loaded URL, I'm not really sure that we need to do that. I think you, if you're, if your listing is well optimized, like if it, if red is in your title or red is in the, the back end, you should start to rank 
regardless if you did a super URL or a keyword loaded URL. So that would be uh, my recommendations, maybe a variation, uh, look at your traffic uh, in pay-per-click if you're getting impressions, and if not, then I would probably focus more on the variation side of things. So hopefully this has helped you. Let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. What's up, Scott? This is Marvin from Germany. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for all the great stuff you do, and I just love it. Keep doing what you do. And since you're off your Q&A, I want to ask a question about a product launch that's kind of differently. So I have a product coming my way from China that I want to source in, um, that I want to sell in Germany. And this product falls under a gated category. So in this category, I cannot do PPC. Um, and since PPC is a big part in the product launch, um, it has to look kind of differently, right? And I want to ask you about your opinion. How would you launch this product if you cannot do PPC? You know, would you drive outside traffic or something else? Um, I would love to hear your opinion. You know, just keep doing what you do. I love it. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye, Marvin. Hey, Marvin from Germany. What's up, man? Thank you so much for the question. And every time that I get an international uh, listener that phones in, I get really, really excited because uh, we're reaching we're reaching each other like globally, like it's crazy. Um, so anyway, yeah. So to answer your question, good question too, by the way, first off, understand anyone else that's listening, that's saying like you're going into a gated community or a gated community, gated category, and uh, you can't use pay-per-click because that's not allowed. Well, everyone else is is dealing with that in that same category, right? So that's first thing. So don't think that Anyone else has an advantage over you inside of Amazon, technically. Now, the first thing that I would do is make sure that my listing is really, really well optimized, like really well, like make sure your title is good, make sure your images are killer, make sure that your bullets are great, make sure your description is great. Right, your search terms fields in the back. Make sure that those are very, very targeted and very relevant. Okay, so that's the one thing that I would say. That's what you have to do. Like, boom. Okay, that's number one. Now, number two. Okay, in order for this to work, we've got to get you some sales. Right. So you can do a promotion as we've done in the past. And what's going to happen here is that's going to help you start to rank organically. Whether you put a keyword loaded URL, super URL, whatever you want to call it, which I don't think you need to do that. Um, I think that you can just do a promotion and then from there you can start to rank because your, your listing is optimized, okay? So I would go and look at my competitors, okay, my top five competitors that are ranking on page one and I would figure out what they're averaging per day in sales and then I would match that and maybe even bump it a little bit. So let's just say, for example, they're selling 20, then I would make it, I sell 22 to 25 per day for five days and I would let that run, okay? And now you might have some days, depending on the review group that you're using, you may have a a few days that you have 23, you might have some that are 28, you might have some that are 20, you might have some that are 21, right? It's going to vary a little bit, but you want to at least have that that number that is the target that could, in, in this case, could be 20, right? Maybe it's only 10 a day that you have to do. That's fine, okay? But that's going to really get the momentum started, okay? And then from there, you can wait to see if you're going to start ranking. And you're going to start to get those reviews coming in naturally, okay? 
as long as you are following up with your customers, which we talk about in this podcast, okay? So that's number two. That's like step two in this process, right? Optimize listing, promotion, standard launch type stuff. Now, externally, what I would probably do, okay, is I would start finding my audience out there on Facebook and I would start running ads from Facebook, okay, not directly to Amazon. I would direct them to a landing page, Okay, I would use something like lead pages. Uh, if you guys uh, want to find out more of those tools and stuff like that, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash resources, and I've got that stuff kind of linked up there as far as that uh, that type of stuff, as far as setting up a landing page. Okay, on that landing page, you're going to say, hey, receive uh, you know, 50% off, so maybe you give a 50% off discount versus it being a 100% discount or a 99% off discount like you would with a promotion in the, in the initial phase. This way here, you're covering your cost pretty much, right? So get 50% off to your your ideal target audience, and then from there, you would have a one-time use code be generated, whether you have to manually send that to them or if you can have some type of back-end system that'll do that, okay? But then from there, you're able to, uh, to send them to your listing after that they've raised their hand and they've opted in with an email address to, to do that. Then they raise their hand. They've got a coupon code now. Now there's a better chance of them going over to Amazon to buy the product because you've given them the link, okay, inside that email, that first email. You're, you're going to need like something like MailChimp or AWeber that can allow you to give them an email as soon as they sign up or on the thank you page as well, that gives them instructions on what to do next, okay? You need to make this kind of like happen like one, two, three. Like, you know, here's the offer, here's what to do next, and then from there, after that happens, then what to do next after that, right? So it's like enter your email address, boom, they enter it, they hit, they click submit or claim code, boom, they go to the next page, that thank you page is going to have um, the directions as far as like, go look at your email now for that, or you know, look for an email from us with the, the coupon code, you should receive it in the next, whatever, 30 minutes, or something like that. Now, if you're gonna manually do that, you're gonna have to be watching your emails, right? So that's where it can get a little, a little goofy, right? But it's worth it, because instead of just sending Facebook ad traffic directly to an Amazon listing, what's gonna happen there is if you do that and, and, 90% of people go there, but they don't buy, that's going to hurt your conversion uh, ranking or your rating. So you don't want that, okay? So that's why if you intercept it with an email address and then give them a coupon code and then you have a better chance of them following up with them to make sure that they use the code, you've got a better chance of them converting to a sale. And that's what I would do to really fill in that gap as far as if I'm not getting organic sales rate yet, I can't use pay-per-click. That would be my pay-per-click in a sense, okay? So... That's what I would do. Give it a shot. Let me know if it uh, works for you. Um, and there's other things that we can do externally. Again, not to get too advanced here, but we can do stuff like a free plus shipping offer. Um, and then from there, we can uh, give them an, an upsell after they commit to a free plus shipping offer. So let's say they buy uh, or they, they say, yeah, I'd love to receive you know that free garlic press. And then they click, uh, you know, yes or whatever, or buy. And then it charges them $5.95 for shipping and handling because you're going to have to ship it to them physically. But then on the next page, okay, it says, 
Oh, well, hey, I've got a special offer for you to go right along with your garlic press. Here, receive you know, a month's supply of garlic or here, uh, you know, here, uh, have, uh, you know, a chance here to buy a garlic storage bag or system or whatever, you know, you get what I'm saying. It has to go along with that first product, or sometimes it could just be an additional one of that product. You've seen that on the infomercials. I'm sure all of us have the one there that says, but wait, if you order now, You'll receive two of the squeegee something, right? Or whatever that thing is on the infomercial. You understand what I'm saying, right? But again, that's a little bit more advanced. Uh, But the first thing I would do is the offer on Facebook. I'd find the audience. I would target them. I would send them to a landing page for a 50% off discount. I would have them enter their name and email address. I would then deliver the coupon code manually or find a way to have that automated. And then from there, I would start getting those sales coming in that way as well. That would be my pay-per-click. All right, so hopefully that helps. Good luck. Keep me posted. Let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott. My name is Ben LeBoon. I just want to thank you for all that you do. I feel like I've finally found the business model that works for me, and I have you to thank for it. My question was about your daily operations of running a private label business. How much time do you spend working in a day on your business Um, Do you have a daily routine such as you spend X amount of time doing product research or you spend X amount of time tweaking your listings to improve conversion rates? Uh, I just wanted to get a better idea of how you run your private label business every day. Again, thanks for all that you do and I hope to hear from you soon. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for the question. And uh, this is a great question and I wish that I can give you like an exact number of what happens on a daily basis. Um, I do have a schedule. Um, I've recently, I, well, I say recently, I've, I've been doing this for a long time, but sometimes I fall off of the schedule and then I come back to the schedule or I recreate the schedule. A uh, perfect example, you know, my daughter is now back in school. So because of that, I had to readjust my schedule. You know, it's all about, to me, it's all about planning your day and then executing on that day. Um, currently right now, as I'm recording this, it's uh, before nine o'clock AM. So uh, my daughter's to school, I came home and now I am scheduling myself this time to record these episodes and nothing else will get in the way. So again, it works the same thing with private labeling. Um, I have certain tasks that I go to or that I look at or I do the research at certain times that I allow myself that time for Amazon, right? Because I've I've got a bunch of different things that I'm juggling. Um, Amazon is just one of them, uh, you know, so because of that, I have to divide my day up differently. But if you are working a nine to five job, and I get this question a lot, like if I'm working a nine to five job, like how do you do it, right? How do you find the time, Scott? Well, first off, you have to go, and I talked about this in the beginning of this episode, is finding your why, because that's going to motivate you and get you through those tough times, but also getting you to pull yourself out of bed an hour early or stay up an hour later, whatever it is, right? So you have to have those those times. For me personally, it's kind of random of what I work on and what I do. It depends on what's happening then. Like we just got done doing a product launch uh, for two SKUs, and really that was a lot of back and forth. Uh, with uh, someone that I'm working with in my business that's helping me along with that. So we were managing that. Um, And then also we were looking at the data. Um, Then we started up some new pay-per-click campaigns. Uh, So again, there might be an hour or two in my day, and then I will decide what is the most important thing that has to be done in that time period. But if we're talking about like maintenance, kind of like a maintenance mode, well, I would say an hour really gets me everything that I need to get done 
to just maintain and run the operations. Like an hour will pretty much do it. Now, if you're dealing with uh, a supplier and you're going back and forth with them, that can change, right? But if we're talking about just daily operations, like looking at the inventory, looking at the the sales data, looking at your uh, pay per click campaigns, and making sure nothing is 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 too far out of out of a line there. But again, you might spend an hour just on pay per click. You may allow just an hour to really go through and start weeding through and 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 looking at the data because that can take some time. Uh, and you'll you'll find that. Um, same thing with product research. Now, just uh, what two days ago, um, I spent probably about an hour and a half just kind of digging through because I haven't been um, really doing a ton of that uh, in in the past month. So I said, you know what, I kind of wanted to kind of see what you know from a fresh kind of kind of like a fresh uh, you know point of view or a fresh uh, I guess start um, because a lot of times when we get in that product research and any of you that are listening right now that's in that product research stage you know it can get to the point where you just feel like you got to walk away right you got to walk away have there, is there have you ever like I don't know, I guess musicians would feel like this. Um, I'm a musician. I play guitar for for those of you that don't know. I was in a band when I was 17 years old. Uh, so it's kind of like that. Like you, you're, it's kind of like you're you're working on this thing, and it, it just starts to sound all the same. And until you walk away and sit back down um, and kind of regroup, but sometimes you got to take a week or two off, and then you can come back and with a fresh set of eyes or ears or perspective. Um, so it's really important to do that as well. Um, so again, like product research the other day, I spent about an hour, hour and a half. Had fun though. I had fun doing it. Um, but again, I really the way that I break up my days, I got, I've got certain chunks. I've got certain chunks for different parts of of my business. You know, whether it's the private label or whether it's my photography stuff or whether it is uh, real estate stuff or whether it's the podcast, it's like or a partnership that I'm working on. Like, there's different parts of the day that are divided up. But the one thing that doesn't ever, ever change really is my morning routine. Uh, That's pretty much been consistent now. Um, And then I'm trying really hard to turn things off at around four or five o'clock. So then it's just family time and I'm not popping in and checking email and stuff like that. So again, it's different for everyone, but just to understand that if you're, if you're, uh, at this part time, you have to be really, really, uh, focused on the time that you're going to allow yourself and know what you're going to do for that time to really, really make it, uh, most effective for that time that you're going to spend. I can't stress that enough. Uh, because if you if you don't do that, you're going to be distracted. You're going to be like dabbling in a bunch of different areas. Um, I know this was a little bit a little bit different of an answer, maybe because maybe you wanted like, okay, well, for 15 minutes, I check you know my seller's central account and I look at my seller's feedback, and then from there, I move on to step two, and that is I look at my pay per click campaigns, and then I you know after that, then I contact my suppliers at you know 11:45. It's not like that. It's more like blocks of time. Like, you know, nine to 10 o'clock is Amazon uh, time. So however I want to allocate that. And then what I might do is I might then make notes the night before that I want it to be designated for product research, or I want it to be for sourcing, or I want it to be for overview of the the the, the uh, past launch that we just did, or uh, rankings, or something like that. So it's it's really chunked up into, uh, into bits and pieces throughout the day, but each block is designated for a certain... Uh, business or a certain thing in that business. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully I didn't confuse all of you. Um, but really it's simpler than I made it sound. It's really like just themed. So like one, one day or one 
part of the day is themed for one thing that I'm working on and I only work on that one thing. Like right now I'm recording this podcast. It's allocated, right? On my on my schedule, it's it's even color coded. Like that's the color. Um and that's what's happening during that time. So hopefully this helped you um and understand that everyone is going to be a little bit different. But the one thing I will say is anyone that's out there that's saying like, but Scott, you know, you work from home and this is all that you have to do. So it's easier for you. But it wasn't always easier for me. It's still not easy because being your own boss is sometimes harder because you're not told what to do. You got to be your own boss and, and really take your day and, and make details about your day so you get stuff done. Um, but, you know, you got to kind of rewind a little bit in time. I mean, I worked a full time job for years um, as a construction worker and I built a photography business on the side with my wife. Um, and I built a house, uh, on top of that, uh, in that one year, which was kind of crazy now that I look back at it, but I did it because I was hungry and I wanted to do it and I wanted to, to have what I have now. And then going through to where I am now, it's just, you know, I worked my butt off and I still work my butt off, but I just do it now, uh, differently, you know? So hopefully that helped you. Uh, anyone else out there that's struggling with this, hopefully that's helped. And, uh, hopefully in the future I can come up with something a little bit more structured, maybe even like a little template that you can look at. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Hey Scott, it's uh, Mike. I've got a few quick questions. Uh, we've got a product picked out. We've got samples coming. If they're good, we're probably going to place an order for 500 to get the ball rolling. But when I went to, uh, do a unique product page for this this product. Maybe I have it backwards. Uh, I found out that you should be a member or you need to be a member of the Amazon brand registry to sell your own branded products. Uh, I don't know if, if you know anything about that, kind of maybe give me an idea if, if you need to do that or is that uh, not necessary? And then they talked about the UPC codes not to buy from a third party, uh, that they need to come from the GS1. Uh, again, what do you think about that? Um, any help will be uh, appreciated. Uh, that's all. Thanks. Hey, Mike, thanks for the question, man. I really do appreciate it. And hopefully I'm going to be able to clear some of this up for you. Um, currently at least that I'm aware of, you do not have to be brand registered to uh, sell product on Amazon. Now, they may be coming out with some new you know, rules and regulations that in order to sell certain products, you have to be brand registered. That could be happening. So I think that it's probably a good idea to brand register. Um, and, and at least if you brand register, Again, because people are, they're like, well, I think I want to sell something in home and garden. I think I want to sell something in uh, sports and outdoors. I want to sell something in uh, pet uh, supplies. I want to, so they're all over the place. But you really, that's why I think too, and we kind of go back to picking that market. If you pick the market, then you can sell multiple products in that market. So, you know, whether you're selling something in the outdoors space, then you want to register, brand register in, a, in the outdoor space, but you could launch fishing gear, you can launch hiking gear, you can launch survival stuff, you can launch, uh, I don't know, backpacks and, you know what I mean? Like, so you, um, you're all under that one umbrella necessarily for that brand versus saying like, I'm going to sell a garlic press and then I'm over here, I'm going to do a, uh, 
oh, I don't know, a football. And then over here, you know, so if you do that, then you got to be like a brand that encompasses all of those different categories, um, which makes it a little bit more difficult. Now, to brand register, it's not that difficult. You do need a little mini website, which isn't that hard at all, Um, but, uh, you know, you do need that. Actually, uh, we discussed that on episode 158, um, and that was with uh, John Haver, so you can find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 158. Um, pretty, uh, pretty good stuff there. Um, and then also, uh, we talked about, uh, ungating. So if you're talking about a, maybe you're going into a category that you're, you're needing to get ungated, um, that could be the case as well. And if that's the case, then you have to get ungated. Uh, we broke down that process in episode 212. So that's the amazing seller.com forward slash 212. And that was with my buddy, Chris Schaefer, uh, broke that down in detail. And I believe we even gave like a, uh, a little checklist to get ungated. Uh, but you will need a simple little website. You're going to need some invoices um, from your supplier. Sounds like you already have that supplier. Just have them break them up into three different invoices, and you should be good to go. Um, but you don't necessarily have to in all cases. Um, but you know they may be uh, changing the rules here eventually, right? We, we're playing, you know, on Amazon. Amazon is going to tell us what they want. We have to, we have to, uh, you know, abide by those rules. Period. Uh, we have to. Um, so, uh, so that's what I would say. I would look into that. Um, as far as your UPC codes, okay, that we have to we have to acquire one in order to list our product. Okay. Now, GS one is going to be the one that you're going to want to go to if you want to make sure that you are covered and you are safe from day one and from you know in in the future if you ever have any problems with that. Now, um, I am uh, speaking with another company right now who I've recommended before um, that they do buy, uh, you know, UPC codes that are, uh, and and they're they're allowed to, and they're legit, right? The problem is, is that there's a lot of companies out there selling fake UPC codes or they're buying them off of one person and then reselling them off of, you know, to another person and then they're selling them again. So it's like this whole chain of who really owns this UPC. So uh, we are going to, like I said, we are going to have someone on here soon, uh, whether it's a podcast episode or maybe just a blog post. Um, we're going to try to break that down. But I would say if you want to be safe, GS1, but I still think there's some uh, quality UPC third-party companies that it, they'll, they'll work just fine. Um, and I've had people tell me right now that they are still using the third-party ones and they're working just fine. But then people are saying, well, like, well what in the future, if they say they're not fine, then they're just going to take care, they're going to take my listing. That would be crazy because right now there is so many people that have third-party and not just GS1 and they their whole catalog <laughs> would be de- you know deleted. Um, so I don't see that happening. But if you want to play it safe, GS1. All right, so hopefully this answered your question. Um, this was a little bit of a longer episode, guys. I think I went on a couple of tangents there, and I apologize, but you guys know that's what the Ask Scott session's all about, me just kind of free-flying here and, and drinking that coffee and, uh, you know, really just getting to know you, but then really giving you some some of uh, what's on my mind because uh, I, I hear a lot of people struggle. I hear a lot of people make excuses, um, and I want to just, I want to help I want to help you uh, be able to get through those those obstacles that might be holding you back or that you might be frustrated because you you launched your first product and it didn't do as well as you thought it would. Uh, you know, that's that's going to happen, you know, and, and there's going to be a lot of people out there. They're going to start. And they're going to stop. 
um, you know, my job here is to hopefully get you to, whether it's this business or any other business that you're starting, um, to really just let you know that there's going to be obstacles, there's going to be struggles, there's going to be frustration, there's going to be time limitations, there's going to be all of that, right? But as we talked in the beginning too, like if you want a rich life of lifestyle, of you being able to do what you want to do, whether whether it's going on a new vacation every six months or whether it's spending more time with your family or working less hours, whatever that is, you have to get clear with that. So your homework assignment here for sure is to definitely go back and uh, and figure out that why. And then from there, we can work backwards to get you to be able to create a plan and then execute on that. So Guys, that's it. That's all I have for you. I want to say thank you so much for all the questions that you guys submitted. Keep them coming, theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and uh, I'll do my best to answer them on an upcoming episode. And uh, just a little reminder here, if you guys want to hang out with me live in person, um, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live, and you can get details on that. Uh, We are going to be doing another event here, and I believe it is going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, The last I checked, we are still confirming that 100%. Maybe by the time you listen to this, it will be confirmed, but go over to that page if you're interested. You'll actually be able to see a highlight of our last event. It's going to be very, very limited, very limited, um, there's definitely not going to be, uh, you know, a hundred spots available at all. It's going to be smaller than that. Um, so definitely go over and just sign up to the, to the, uh, interest list. If you want to just hear more about it when we do announce that. And like I said, by the time you listen to this, it might already be on that page. So definitely head over to the amazing forward slash live. You can find out all the details on that page. All right. So that's it guys. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, remember I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Come on now, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Oh, and have that why. Come on, go do it. Go do that one thing.